I know I'm beginning to sound like a broken record, but I'm in love with our memory verse right now. John 16.33. I've shared John 16.33 at two funerals in the last two weeks. I've talked about John 16.33 in my prayer letters that go out, in counseling sessions in my office. When I went to the FCA Bible Club on Tuesday with Mr. Learish, John 16.33 poured off of my lips for the students. On Wednesday night when we had our Christmas program uh, for Family Bible Night, here I was on stage quoting John 16.33 again. We've already said it together this morning, and it's been read once more by the Hales in our Advent readings. John 16.33, Jesus said, I have told you these things so that in Me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. There's one little word in there I want to focus our attention on this morning. It's the word peace. If there's a present that I'd like for Christmas this week, more than anything, it would be peace. When the angels appeared to the shepherds and sang that first Noel, the first announcement that Christmas had happened, they sang about peace. Peace on earth. Because the Prince of Peace had been born. I invite you to turn in your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 2 as we read the Christmas story once again. It's so familiar and yet it's also out of this world. I mean, this is if you'd have been there, you would have thought that Star Wars The Force Awakens was a yawn. Okay, If you'd have been there on that Galilean countryside on that night, if you were one of those shepherds, you would have been blown away. Try to listen to it as I read it with fresh ears. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to men on whom His favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. 
when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they'd heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Would you pray with me? Lord, we join the shepherds in glorifying and praising You for all these things we've just read, which were as they have been told to us. This happened in history. This isn't just a story. This is the story. The story in which we live. You broke into this world in Jesus. And everything has changed. Help us to see it and help us to see how that brings us peace. We pray it in the name of the Prince of Peace. Amen. I don't think we can imagine what it was like to be one of the shepherds hearing those angels sing. An entire army of angels praising God together and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Like we started singing this morning. Though I don't think they were saying it in Latin. Those shepherds probably didn't know Latin. They were probably singing in Hebrew or Aramaic. Praising God because God had sent His Son. Verse 11, A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Just like we sang. This, this is Christ the King. That's a reason to bring glory to God, if I ever heard one. But the angel said something more. They said that this gift of a Savior also brings on earth peace. Peace to men on whom God's favor rests. Peace. That is so important because peace is in such short supply. Last week we learned about a war that's been going on since almost the beginning of human history. We learned that you and I are living in a war zone. That's the story that we are living in. That's the story that you woke up as a part of today. There is a perpetual spiritual conflict raging in this world and it affects everything. That's the story we're living in. By the way, the Gospel Project, our upcoming new Sunday School class series, is all about that story. Understanding the contours of that big story from Genesis to Revelation. I'm hoping that many of you will join us on that journey. We're going to start in a couple of weeks through the entire Bible in three years. But that war that's been going on for centuries means that peace is in short supply. Peace. Doesn't that word sound good? It sounds so good. It seems like every time we turn on the news, there's a new conflict. Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, Nigeria. And not just national conflict, but conflict within nations. Our nation is so divided right now. We don't have a civil war going on, but there is so little that our people do agree upon. My heart breaks when I turn on the computer and see the deep divisions in our country. And not just among the general population, but even in the professing church. There is so much infighting among people who call themselves Christians in America. And in families. So many breakups and divorces and abuse. So much brokenness and not very much peace. 
But into this world at war, the Prince of Peace was born. And these angels sang that He was bringing peace on earth. You need to know that peace in the Bible is more than just the absence of conflict. You see, it's, it's better than that. Peace in the Bible is wholeness. It's, it's a wellness. It's a, a rightness in relationships. The Hebrew word is, what's the Hebrew word for peace? Shalom. Right? Shalom. And so it's, it's more than this. You know, it's, it's not just that John and I are not mad at each other. Okay? Alright? It's not just that we're hands in our pockets. We're okay with each other. It means that we're together. Okay? That's what peace is. It means, it means I'm not just okay with Him being over there. It means that we are one. That everything is okay between us. And Jesus was born to bring that kind of peace. To whom? Verse 14 says, to Peace to men on whom His favor rests. Now I used to think that Jesus brings peace to all men. But the NIV renders this verse perfectly, I think. Peace to men on whom God's favor rests. That means Jesus brings peace to those whom God has chosen. Peace to the children of God. Peace to those who have exercised faith in Jesus Christ. So the saying is right. No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. Why? Because Jesus said in John 16.33, I have told you these things so that, what? In Me you may have peace. Those are very important little words. In Me you may have peace. In Jesus, we get all of that peace and nowhere else. See, if you're outside of Jesus, there will be no peace. Jesus is where the peace comes from. As I was thinking about it this week, there are essentially three kinds of peace that Jesus brings. The first is the foremost, peace with God. If you don't have that, then you won't have peace in any other meaningful way. Jesus came to bring us peace with God. Do you remember what we learned in Romans chapter 5, verse 1 last year? Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you have not trusted in Jesus Christ, then you are not justified. You don't have a righteous standing with God. God is, in fact, your enemy. You may not know it or acknowledge it, but the Bible says that it's a fact. Outside of Jesus, you're an enemy of God. John 3.36 says, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. That's a scary thought, isn't it? That's a scary place to be. You do not want to stay there. But hear the angels sing. Peace is now possible between you and God. The baby born in Bethlehem was born to die as a ransom for our sinful rebellion. He was our peace child. 1 Peter 3.18 says, For Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. So come to Christ this morning. Lay down your weapons and surrender to the Prince of Peace. Maybe your heart has been prepared for this morning. This is your morning of decision. This is the day Christ becomes the King of your life. Decide now to trust Him. 
Tell Him you're sorry you've sinned against Him and now want to belong to Him. He will not reject you. He'll receive you with open arms and bring you peace. Become a faith follower of Jesus today. Because in Him, you may have peace. And if you have that kind of peace, then it will lead to peace with others. It's not easy, but it's possible. Of course, it's a two-way street, but peace with God can lead to peace with other people. Remember what we learned in Romans 12:18. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Are you living at peace with others this Christmas? So often it boils down to forgiveness. Christmas is about being forgiven. And being forgiven unleashes an amazing power within us to forgive others. Is there someone you are in conflict with this Christmas? Go and make it right with them. As much as it depends on you, take advantage of Jesus' peace and take Jesus' peace to them. And the third kind of peace is one that I've been leaning hard upon Jesus for these last few months. Peace within. Jesus said, take heart. Those have been my two words this Christmas season. Take heart. That's our inner choice to believe in Him and to experience the peace that comes with it. Take heart, Jesus says, because He has overcome the world. Inner peace is basically the absence of fear. If you are right with God, what place does fear have in your heart? If God is for you, who can be against you? If God is your helper, what can man do to you? If God is at peace with you, what's worth worrying about? I mean, really, if you're at peace with God, what do you have to worry about? What do you have to worry about? Now, I can make a list of things I'm worrying about. Okay, I've got a long list of things. It's longer than my wish list for Christmas of things I'm worrying about. But if I'm at peace with God, what do I have to worry about? If the biggest problem in your life is solved, what are all these other problems? Hear the angels sing. Peace with God is yours in Christ. And if you have that, then you have nothing to fear. 1 Peter 5.7 says, Cast your anxiety on Him because He cares for you. You get that? 1 Peter 5.7 Cast your anxiety onto Him because He cares for you. You're at peace with God. So you can toss that anxiety onto Him. What are you afraid of? Cast it upon the one the angels sing about on that first Christmas morning. You know, it seems to me that there are only two ways for there to be peace when there was a war. Can you think of what they are? There's two ways for there to be peace when there was a war. For one... There is a conquering. When Jesus says, I have overcome the world, the Greek word is ninikaika. You want to say that to your neighbor? Ninikaika. Go ahead, say it to your neighbor. You know you want to. What it, it comes from the Greek word. Anybody want to guess? It's on your shoe. Nike. Right. It comes from the Greek word Nike, which means to overcome. To be victorious. And one day, just as the hails read to us, Jesus' victory will be complete and spread throughout the universe. There will be peace. It will be an enforced peace. And those on His side can rejoice in that. 
We don't see that peace yet, not in full. But we know it's coming. Because He was victorious on the cross, paying for our sin, and at the empty tomb, defeating death. Jesus has overcome the world, He says. And we saw last week in Romans 16.20 that Jesus will soon crush Satan underneath our feet. And that's good news if you're on His side. Bad news if you're not. Jesus will bring ultimate peace by destroying His enemies. But there's another path to peace. It's not just victory, but reconciliation. See, that's when two warring parties go from being enemies to actually being friends. And that's what Jesus did for those who will repent and trust in Him. He became our peace. That's the point of Christmas for those who have faith. Peace on earth for those who trust in Jesus. Peace now and peace forever. So take heart. Jesus has come so that in Him we may have peace. In this world, we will have trouble. But take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. Or as our closing song says, And ye beneath life's crushing load, whose forms are bending low. Is that you? Kind of bending low right now? Crushing load. Who toil along the climbing way through painful steps and slow. Has that been what your Christmas has been like this year? Look now, for glad and golden hours come swiftly on the wing. Oh, rest beside the weary road and hear the angels sing. Take heart. For lo, the days are hastening on by prophets seen of old. When the ever-circling years shall come, the time foretold. When the new heaven and earth shall own the Prince of Peace, their King. Right now, there's still war going on. The world has said no to Jesus so often. No, no. Someday, the world will say yes. And the whole world will send back the song which now the angels sing. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to men on whom His favor rests.